All right, here we go. Welcome to Cards Corner, guys. It is technically episode number one, right? Episode mm-hmm. one, uno. So I know you guys saw Cards Corner. Some of you did. It was the pilot episode. It was our ability to kind of riff and, you know, we were checking mic levels and doing the whole thing, right? And now we are back. And this is kicking off Cards Corner, episode number one. The real deal. This is it. Technically sound is what. So I don't know if you guys caught the last time, but Devin had the best, the best kind of phrase that's going to sum up Cards Corner. Keeping it raw. It was beautiful. Keeping it raw. Keeping it raw. None of this is scripted. We don't. We kind of go over topics a little bit, but outside of that, it is all unscripted. It is on the fly. It is raw. It is absolutely raw. So ungraded. It is ungraded. It is the yeah. the ungraded version. We are the non PSA Beckett and SGC version of. We might be podcast. that mosaic with a little scratch. Mosaic with a little, but it can rub off, yeah. right? I like. We're just like commoners. The little logo blade. like the common cards. Right. You like the Just commoners, yeah. Yeah. So here we are. All right, guys. So today, here's what we're going to do. We have a good amount of topics we're going to cover. There's lots of stuff in the news about sports. Lots of stuff going on with cards. And guess what? The best part? Boom. They're interacting. Coming together. And that is what this podcast is all about. We are relating sports cards to sports. We're talking about both of them. And our first topic is what came out last week? What is hot? What is not? What is going on with the card industry? So last time we talked, the last time we were on air, Mosaic was a fresh release. We hadn't had a chance to see what legs it would carry. Mosaic Choice Kind of came out for us at Turf and Dirt a little bit later than the hobby, but retail has now hit the market. Mosaic went from hot hobby to cooling down to hot again because of retail. Mosaic, guys, what do you think? I mean, how is your overall grade? What do you think? I know Devin's played in the Mosaic game a little bit more than Tony, so... To me, the the value is way too low. Like, if... If you're a singles buyer right now, I think you jump out there and you start buying. You buy as many rookies as you can get your hands on because... Mosaic's the way to go with that. I I, I definitely think... And you don't want the That's NFL... Don't go on the NFL debut ones. Go get the, the base rookies. But uh, I, I definitely think people are you know jumping ship a little too soon with the prices. I mean, I, I had to drop some prices a little bit, but on certain ones that I know are going to hold value, I, I kept it. Because I think you're going to see it pick back up. You sure. know, we're only two weeks into the season. I mean, there's not really a lot of rookies who have taken off right now. Uh, C.D. Lamb, top receiver. You got Hilaire and the top rusher right now. Jonathan Taylor, not too far behind. Burroughs running his offense effectively. Burrow threw 60 thing, million so. times and, uh, you know, barely broke 300. But... We're going to get some W's with that guy. Um, Herbert looked sure. great, but for a they last still... Minute, for a last-minute you know, fill-in. They still I want to throw Tyrod Taylor in there if he comes back, if he's healthy. And I think that's, that's silly. You could, don't draft a guy in the first round and then give him a shot. Yeah, due to in, injury, but leave wasn't, him out there. 300-plus yards. Like, wasn't Herbert like five minutes before like like the start? Like that, yeah. He was told he was going to be out there for those debut. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean that's got to be crazy, especially when you're a first round pick, mm -hmm. right? And you're going after it like that. Come on, I mean, that's... And I don't even know. I don't even know that he fared that great in that whatever mini training camp they had or whatever. Oh yeah, it. I know he I, didn't. He wasn't doing very well. He wasn't even getting first team reps. Right. So, right. I mean, you're you're looking at okay, hey, go. You have no chemistry with these receivers. Go out there now and throw for 300 plus yards. Lead your team. And it's so I was one of these super geeks that watched like hard knocks, right? And they yeah. were featuring the Rams and the Chargers. So we we're watching Herbert didn't take any first team reps. No. Tyrod Taylor was doing all of them. He was standing on the sidelines just absorbing. And right. for him to come in and make the world champs kind of look foolish. Oh yeah. I from mean, what I saw I, mean, I, was, I think it was I think it's a great from what great I saw game. it was just talk about his skill set and how far he can throw the ball and his sure. height average and his height, you know, See, advantage. I personally things, but other than that, I would have taken him over to a, like if if we didn't get Burrow and we had to go a different route, I would have taken Herbert over. Sure. To I would have too. Sure. I would have too. I think that was more of the franchise style quarterback there. But, but I think also the fact that that last minute notice, like, hey, you're starting, if he would have probably prepared all week for the game, he probably wouldn't have fared as well. I, mean, I think knows? you don't he, he, no chance to panic. Right. You know, just like go. It's either do or die. Do you know what the indicator is though? What? Like I was in the shop working. Red zone was on. You know what the indicator was? What was that? eBay website sales started going off with Herbert. You can see that? Oh yeah. And I knew right then and there he must have been having a killer game. Like Yeah, no, and I, I know that I see that. I, that's kind of the weird thing, but when I'm not paying attention to what's going on on the NFL side and I start to see cha-ching, cha-ching sales, I know, let's right. take a somebody's look because somebody's having a good game. Right. Week right. one, I had a Henry Ruggs. He caught one pass for 45 yards, and soon, right after that, cha-ching, sold a card. Wow. And it was it was unbelievable so, how quickly something like that can but go. But that is the, the direct correlation between cards and player performance. Oh, it immediate. is immediate, immediate. Without a doubt. I mean, look what happens to my giant Saquon. I mean, his yeah. cards are going to probably plummet. And I have, I have a lot of good you know, Saquon value. Sucks, because in the industry, I, if you're collecting first and second years oh, yeah, of sure. the players, I mean, what's going to happen to Saquon's value? And I'm a Saquon fan. Like, there's no other running back that I, I would put brick. money behind right. than that guy because his work ethic is incredible. And to see him fall and be out but for the year, the is amount awful. of torn ACLs had to be a, a record, a problem, yeah. without a doubt. I mean, absolutely. And some people say, "Oh, it's the lack of you know preseason games," but it's like, if I go out and play football right now, a hundred percent throwing my body out there, I'm not tearing an ACL. I think it's you know it's a freak. It's it just coincidental that all these guys went out. Sure. But I mean, some and, teams and you don't see it all. I mean, the guy's ankle could have been wrapped up. Yeah, turned the other way, and it just I mean, went. You the know? 49ers defensive line is now all third stringers they lost bosa solomon thomas i mean well and I, I i've heard second that year a guys? lot uh bosa, bosa. yeah bosa, bosa second yeah. year i mean solomon thomas was a first rounder oh yeah sure what three years ago i think yeah about four that. years ago something like that but people have been asking the question is the lack of preseason the result of the acls i don't think it no. is i think more of the soft tissue injuries pulled muscles yeah, things like the that cramps. but Anybody you know, cramping up. You look at that OTAs, mini camps, stuff like that. Guys are tearing their ACLs and everything during that time, too. So, you know, it sucks because you're seeing, like, elite athletes getting oh, hurt sure. and being out. But number-wise, it's on par with a regular season, to be honest with you. I mean... It's just some more bigger names, I think, that right. hit this week that sure. was a little alarming sure. to everybody. Sure. I mean, Christian McCaffrey got an ankle injury, and he's out for four to pl four plus weeks. I mean, a lot of Michael Thomas has started the season out 
couple weeks. And so, I mean, a lot of injuries, but... They're affecting the teams, though. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, no Thomas. I mean, Drew's absolutely. throwing a hoop. He's throwing you know? the Traquan. Right. So, I mean, and then you take the... You look at the football side, right? We're talking about mosaic, player effective, and then you switch over to baseball. We're at the tail end of baseball, right? Yep, getting ready. Getting Friday. ready for the playoffs. Getting that di- division You're looking clinched. at Bowman Chrome release. That's usually a huge release for baseball, right? It is up there with Topps Chrome. First Bowman autographs. But this year was a little weird. I don't know if you've looked at the breakdown. I have not. But autographs coming out of Bowman Chrome this year, there is only first Bowman autos. First, like, there is no first Bowman like rookies. Chrome rookies. It is all just first Bowman as autograph only. So no Lou Bob. And so I've heard a lot of negative feedback from customers in store about it's disappointing because they can't get local boy Austin Shenton drafted mm-hmm. by the Mariners, fifth round selection, heir apparent to Kyle Seeger, huge in this area. Only thing we can get autographs out of him. What do you think about that? I mean, it, it, that's a kind of a big change, right? I mean, usually first Bowman base cards are a big thing to get, yeah. right? Grade and all oh, that. For sure. And now we're looking at the only thing coming out of Bowman Chrome. We don't know if it's a COVID thing. We don't know what the deal is behind it. But some people are disappointed. Some are excited, you know. So is that going to affect the the value on the market as far as like... Well, because they're technically not rookie it, cards. So. It's technically a prospect card. Yeah. Right. You know, so... But the idea is, so is next year his first Bowman chrome card coming out or is his first bowman auto is only first bowman you're potentially getting i I would imagine this is the route that they're just going to go for the future sure just continue doing the prospect route um yeah i mean with the rookies there was a lot of good rookies that could have been sweet autos to get out of these but either way when you're a player right like him yeah Drafted in the fifth round. Not a lot of fanfare, right? Did fairly well. Yeah. I actually saw him play in Everett. Okay. Watched him get promoted. Good dude. Knows baseball. Gets to sign his first card. Send it off. Probably doesn't affect him too much, right? Because mm-hmm. he's just signing cards. But his collectability is a little bit less because we are only chasing his autograph rather than first Bowman non-autos too, right? Gotcha, like yeah. that's. That could be a collectability issue right. at some point. Those right? are PCs. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I'm a Mariner guy. I PC those guys. So, yeah. I don't know. It's a little bit strange. I've heard a little bit of blowback. Um, have you noticed any... I mean, we're at the tail end of baseball, right? Have you noticed any changes in... You're an Oakland A's guy. Your, guy, mean, your you Oakland got, A's are making the playoffs. Everybody's They've clinching. their yeah, ticket, I mean, right? they got the division. This is the first year in... They, Astros are going for a four-peat of winning the division. But is there a direct correlation with card prices in current baseball? I, I don't I don't think I mean, so. What do you think? Like, even with, like, the MVP race, to me, sure. that would have been something that I feel like people would start buying, you know, more cards of the guys hot in the race. Jose Abreu, you know, Tim Anderson, some of those guys. But I still feel like it's a little flat. And I don't know if it's, it's just the baseball fan market sure. is, is a little lighter than the football and the basketball side of it. You know, I think the baseball is more the traditional collector, maybe, and not chasing for that hot, you know, what's now, what's current. Right. Because, I mean, I don't I don't feel like it fluctuated even throughout the season when Tatis was on fire, hitting home run every game. I mean, the cards were still, you know, hovering around the same price range. But now that they're making the playoffs, he's going to be 
focused on, right, as a hot oh, player yeah. in the playoffs, is his stuff going to spike as a result of that? I, mean, I would think so. I, I think once you get that big game out of him, you sure. know, or if they, you know, this is their first time in, I don't even know how what the time frame was. I think it was 10-plus years. They're on the line of the Mariners on making the playoffs. Right. So it, it's huge for them. But he's, you know, Machado has sort of pitched in. So he has not really had to be the solo guy. He's sharing right. the, the right. fame right now. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm excited to see what Tatis is going to do for the playoffs. You I'm, excited. Excited. I'm very Show everybody yeah, your Tatis. So. got a new shirt. Look at that. <clears throat> got the... Got the 500 level shirt. The 500 shirt. level shirt. Yep, absolutely. Um, the aced out Fernando Tatis hat. I know that they're not directly related with the show, but we love their clothing line. Their products yeah. are awesome. Gotta give them a shout out. Absolutely. Just so, up. so hot topic came out yesterday, right? Fines were released for the NFL. Big one for us locally. Seattle Seahawks fined a thousand dollars for Pete Carroll not wearing a mask. Apparently, hundred thousand dollars, and apparently teams are being fined two hundred fifty thousand dollars for not. So there were three fines released yesterday for coaches and teams. Yep. Most likely, Team owners. Most likely, John Gruden. Well, that's yet to be. Sean determined. Payton. Yeah, both both of them got fined. Did they today? get fined? Yeah. Today? Yeah, they, they announced that. Because he so, was apologizing last night all, right after the game. He started apologizing so during the post-conference. One of the things I noticed, right, because I was driving home after the shop last night, and I heard they released the fines during Monday Night Football. I was shocked at the amount, okay? Mm -hmm. Because if I remember correctly, and I could be wrong, but Miles Garrett pulled Mason Rudolph's helmet off, and hit him over, right, hit him over the head with it, and he was fined half as much. He was suspended, right? And nobody's been suspended, but the dollar amount seems a tad ridiculous. And here's why I think that. During the game, I'm watching coaches pull their masks down. They're communicating with their offense, whatever they're doing. Yeah. I saw Drew Brees standing on the sidelines, no helmet. He was by himself, so he was social distanced, yeah. right? But he was drinking his Gatorade, and he was just standing there. So how much do you think the players need to be on the hook for not wearing masks when they're on the sidelines? Or is it solely a coach issue? And I does know. it happen on the sidelines? Because after uh, Carr threw that touchdown pass and they went to celebrate, those guys' face masks were... Oh, they're spit they, they flying were, they inside. They were connected right to it. There was five of them. I mean, what the, where, where do you draw the line as far as... So like, where, I, where I drew it was players aren't in a bubble like the NBA, right? No. Yeah. They're allowed to leave the stadium. They're allowed to interact with their families. You know, you got a 53-man roster. Is it yeah. safe to say 20 of them are clubbing? I mean, I don't know how many are clubs are operating during the COVID, but coaches don't strike me as one that are more socially active oh, after yeah. a no, game they're than, going a play, home, than a player would coming be. Coming back to the office, you know, they're at the stadium. So early. should it be a, a coach-driven, we're going to punish the coaches? or should Set it be the example. A, right. Should it be a punish the player? I mean, I have a hard time punishing Gruden, punishing Peach, Pete Carroll. If, punishing any of the coaches, if the, really. If the players aren't going to mask up, why should the coaches? And, and you can nitpick it all day long and you say, sure. are the trainers, are they each getting their own individual Gatorade bottle? Are they being wiped down? Like if you go to a retail store That's a and they're wiping, down, they're wiping down the... Uh, the uh, credit card machine or something—they wipe oh, everything yeah. down after every that's transaction. A, that's a great point. Are they are they wiping every bottle down? 
Am I giving, you know, because all I see is those containers, those carriers carrying like six, oh, maybe yeah. eight at most. Oh, yeah. But six bottles at a time to, and, to, and, and to, for 12 take players. Take care of like an players. entire offense, right? right? I mean, like, come, on. come on. I mean, you, I'm squirting into you. I'm squirting into you. Right. You know, so that's what that's what kind of. So is anybody going to say anything, though? I mean, we're going to take the fines. I mean, is a coach going to stand up and say, I disagree with it? I, but they I think, agreed on these rules. These are This is a player's union. This stuff. is a player. But I, I think the, the players, if for some reason they got fined, I think you'd have a lot more pushback from them than the coaches. The coaches you think are like, it would okay, be a more of a union I'm, issue. Yeah, I'm, I'm the example. You know, I'm going to lead for my players, my team, you know. Well, Gruden, Gruden said, I, I had to talk to my players, and I have to talk to them clearly and, you know, in critical situations, blah, blah, blah. And it's like... You know, so I, I just understand it. I hate to do this, but like watching the hard knocks, right? It's very interesting to see the COVID protocols that teams like I watch previous seasons mm-hmm. and it's interesting to see everything they have to implement. And the coach for the Rams, he has to pull his mask down because his players can't see his facial expression. Oh, yeah. Like I he could say a word, but I mean, a word, Chucky, can, a word <laughs> yeah. can mean three different ways depending on the face of the coach. Yeah. Right? Can you imagine if Mike Dicka had to wear that back oh, in the day? Oh, my goodness. He would have chewed through it. Are oh, you kidding man. me? Bill Parcells. You know, I mean, you see Belichick now. Yeah, I mean, and, and then these guys and Belichick in a hoodie and a mask. Yeah. So the most ridiculous example I saw was there was a snippet on Facebook. I don't know if you saw this, but. It was for the Emmys. Did you see the clip no. about this? No, no. We so it was, I know, but when you talk about coaches being in trouble for yeah, masks, right? I if I was a coach, this is how I'd protest. In the Emmys, the presenters or whatever was handling a trophy right. had to be in a full hazmat suit. Oh, shit. Like if you watch, like, no, if you watch like Outbreak, where they're in a full like hooded. Sure, sure, sure. Like, you know, yeah, where yeah, you yeah. got to put the air in to blow it up. You mean full, the... full regalia. Full regalia. Oh. And it looked like a tuxedo. Word of the day. There was It was painted on bow tie. <laughs> but to go to the, like the, the actors' houses and to like handle the trophies, these guys were wearing that. You know, if I was Pete, Pete Carroll, I would come out in protest wearing one of those hazmat giant suit. hazmat suits. Oxygen yeah. tank, Scott Pack. He, he's, I blame he's Andy Reeves. I do too. <laughs> His dental dam totally exactly. messed it up, right? Big exactly. red. So anyway, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. It's interesting to see what, I mean, nobody anticipated COVID. Nobody anticipated trying to get these rules down, but. It's adapting of 2020. I'm going to tell you well, what, though. And, and, and Chucky last night made a comment, the fact that he's had COVID. He had COVID. Oh, he did. I didn't yeah, know that. He, he made a comment that he had COVID. I know the coach he for knows the how serious it is. Uh, for the coach for the Chargers well, too had it. Uh, I mean, so. what happens then? What happens if you do have COVID and you can't be out? Sean Payton. Are you are you coaching from the from the booth by yourself, isolated in a booth? You're by zoom. Yourself? You're zooming in. Yeah, yeah I, I, you, I think you know, I think you have to do a conference call. Yeah, they're you know, they you're definitely talking got to you. the quarterbacks, Mike. You know, you're actually on the Megatron. Because after a certain period of time, it's too easy to get COVID. Like at ten oh one, you're easier to catch COVID than. And that's a thing that happens, and this is nuts, right? Like, if you guys have gone to a bar or a restaurant, right, and 9.30 is now last call. Yeah. Did you know that? A.M.? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? 10 o'clock, and this is no joke, because Stacy and I experienced this the other day. They are pouring your 10 drink. o'clock, they are actually walking by your table and yanking the drink out of your hand. Because at 10.01, it's but easier not, to catch COVID than it is not. But so. not here at Turf and Dirt. Right, that, that's right. No, baby. no. You got, the, you got the water. All right. So one of the interesting things. So Devin had sent us a message about FanDuel. 
an interesting little, you know, pick your player under a salary cap, kind of an interesting thing. We attempted to do it. Rookies. But Devin's got it hammered on, so we're going to actually have Devin explain the fan duel, right? The millennial. He is a millennial. Young pup. We're kind of an older generation. We're boomers. Senior Tony and I. Did you like the senior part? Oh, yeah. I love your Did you mean senior? You're a multilinguist like myself. C. Thank you. I was taught that, by the way. So Devin's going to explain FanDuel, so let's get after it. Yeah, so just trying to find a way to uh, correlate the current NFL hot rookies and uh, the card market. Um, I thought it would be fun to do a little FanDuel, reach out to the the fans of the podcast and uh, have you guys join in. Um, what we'll do is if you join in and you beat one of the three of us, if you're the top scorer of the week. Is it one of us or all of all us? All of us. So you got to beat they all gotta, of us. They got to be the number one scorer. And I'm telling you right now, I'm rolling heavy. Ro- rolling deep. Produ- I got producer cred behind me on this but one. But see, the, the trick I'm here. I'm spending my money on one player. We're, we're, doing, <laughs> we're doing a rule. We got to make it interesting. So it's going to be you know mandatory. You got to pick three rookies. So you know, you're getting a quarterback spot. You got two running backs. Three receivers, tight end, flex, defense, kickers don't play football. We're, they're not allowed. Did you so ever no, hear the Adam Sandler KC? song that he did about kickers? Do you ever hear that? No. You got to YouTube it, dude. It is awesome. What is it? The Adam Sandler song he did about kickers? No. Is it a Jewish version? It could be. Whoa. <laughs> That's my people. That's right. C. So. No, seriously, YouTube it is great. You Okay. YouTube, YouTube it. Adam Sandler. All right. Adam but, Sandler, the kicker. So, yeah, we definitely, if you do the three rookies, it's going to help you keep in that budget. 60000 is the FanDuel budget. It's all free because um, depending on where you are, us in the state of Washington, you cannot participate in anything that you're going to win money on. Uh, so this is the free route. Um, but if you do subscribe, share, like us on Instagram, Facebook, however you do it, you do that first, then click the link. Uh, for FanDuel, and then you'll join in, be one of the other 17 people that can join in with us. Um, for example, my team, I'm rolling Homer with one of my guys, going rookie, getting a Joe Burrow. Holy cow. Oh, wow. Oh, shocker. Big surprise. Big shocker. Hey. Did you have AJ, AJ Green no, as a receiver? Oh, come I was, on. I was having a hard time really finding rookies that I felt were going to have a big week. You Josh know? rolling a let, Hold on. You, let me, let me check with the producer. Didn't we go with DK? On we no producer is confirming we D- did roll DK on our wide receiver D- and DK had a big week he did he have a good he had a good game this week I, you know Burrow did he threw the ball sixty times so we're gonna look at maybe giving him you know thirty to forty he times threw sixty in in yes, one game in, in just six zero. Justin yeah How I many think it was, was that like, I think it was sixty three was that thirty they, screen passes so they or? said. Uh, Zach Taylor said about 40 of them were in that two-minute drill type situations. How many? Holy 40 cow. of his, his attempts, two-minute drill. Two drill type Was situations. he in the two-minute drill for five different times? The whole damn game. For 20 minutes. The whole <laughs> damn game. Drill <laughs> for 20 minutes. So going Joe Burrow against Philly, both teams 0-2, so something's got to break here. We're going to take my boy Joe Burrow. Going to go with Derrick Henry, a little more costly. Going up against Minnesota. Minnesota. Derrick Henry is a good choice. But Minnesota just gave a a, a ton to Jonathan Taylor. So I'm going going with Derrick Henry. 
We got the police out here yeah, saying we, no, I got some bad picks going like, on. We pick bad and they're rolling up hard. Yeah, like Maybe I'm, it's last call. I apologize. <laughs> Is it past 10 o'clock? But then we have a drink out? Oh, you're combining water and booze. Oh, Can't do that. It's a, getting a little tipsy. C. But then I'm, I'm going with my second rookie. I'm going, I'm going Jonathan Taylor going oh, up against the bad. Jets. So I got two rookies out Did of my I first three. Jonathan Taylor I sold today? Yeah, you're saying, okay. they, but you're saying his prices are dropping. Um, See, now that's a... I'm messing up his flow. That's Did a you that's that? a guy. No, that's the, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor's a stud. That though. is He's don't a stud. don't drop your prices on Jonathan Taylor don't drop cards. Jonathan his Taylor. his rookie cards. Keep it absolutely, high. or don't sell them at all. I mean, fifteen dollars for a mosaic Jonathan Taylor is. Would you hold Taylor though? If you, I, if I you would had hold rookie it. like base oh, rookie Taylor's, you any, just hold anything. Hard. Yep, I'm selling. If I get any mosaic of him right so now or certified, like. You are a dedicated football fan. You are glued I, yeah. to everything. Like, what is the advantage to having a Taylor on your FanDuel team? I mean, what does he provide that somebody like Chris Carson or the the more know? versatile? I mean, he's he's going to be the focal point. You know, you got sure. Chris Carson, you got Carlos Hyde. I mean, they're pass heavy right now in Seattle. I feel like Russell Wilson just wanted to sling that he ball. He's just slinging. He is I mean, he's, slinging. He's dropping And those. it's working. Hail Mary. It is working. He throws the ball just as high as he does far when he throws a deep ball. I mean, it goes 60 yards oh, yeah. up high. So and I love Russell, but I'm going to agree with that. Like, it is a holy crap throw. Yeah, right? no, it's like. I mean, that's something I'm doing like, like, blindside. Like a two-shot approach, aim and hope? It is. Like, when, wow. you're, when, you're, when you're going third base and you do the ole, yeah. When I watch Russell Wilson throw deep, that's his Olay version. It's like, don't See, sack me, throw him just. Then you got you got Patrick Mahomes. That ball never leaves six feet. It's just a line yeah. drive, and he's throwing it eighty yards on the button. You know, you know Cam Newton. I, this is off of my fan duel, but Cam Newton looked amazing throwing, and I've never thought of him as a great passer. But Sunday night, he looked fantastic. Does he fit well in New England? I think he fits amazing. Okay. He looked. What about you? Minus, I think so too. He's, minus, don't run the ball. You know, with a couple seconds about left. Saquon, though, I mean, he's upset. but Derek Carr tore it up last night too. Hey, he looks good. I mean, but he looked good. I, and it was you know the Cam, was, his quarterback is Daniel Jones. Though, Cam so. Newton's he's sort of reemergence as a passer is what I think is is great for him and great for New England as much as everybody hates him. But do you think like Belichick and Newton have a frictional relationship? No, I think like, they go out to dinner. I think. Do you think so? Yeah, we're gonna see. New, we're gonna. Belichick's gonna have that he's hair. Got the, he's gonna have that. Oh yeah. Oh man. We call it. We named it at the. If they the, win, they will. We named it at the doctor household. We call it the unicorn. Yeah. No. He's right. New, producer. Producer. Doctor. He did is, we not. He is a unicorn. unicorn. He is a. There we go. Play on words. Oh. Dude, he's just. He, Do I we mean, have to explain the play on words thing with you? <laughs> no, it's Spanish. Okay. Out of that yeah. generation. C. So, back back to my my picks for Fanduel. Going CD Lamb. That's knocking my third rookie. You know, he's going against his team that gives up a lot of passing yards. Oh, the Seattle Giants. He's going up against Seattle. And oh, they, suck. We got Jamal Adams though. They, so don't Jamal Adams, and he he you know, is a stud. Before he even was traded there, I told a buddy at work. I said. If he gets traded Seattle, and I hate Seattle. I'm I live in the Northwest. I'm the anti anything Seattle. He is very anti Seattle. It's it's pretty bad. I mean that hatred is almost as strong as I, how much I hate uh, you have Juju hate Smith. And get out. But uh yeah, I mean Jamal Adams is fantastic. I said that would be the one jersey. Two reasons. I think he's a phenomenal safety. He's that Troy Polamalu of this generation. 
He's fan. I mean, he's at the line. He's playing back. He's doing. So you would wear a Seattle Jamal Adams. Jersey. I I will wear and I'll get oh, it on no. air. I'll wear a Seattle Jamal. I'm Adams gonna tell you right now. Air. Devin comes into turf and dirt wearing a Jamal Adams Seattle got, jersey. I'm handing over a ten dollar bill immediately. It's got to be the white one though. I got to be clean. I got to look fresh. And and also uh, my number's thirty three, so that was just a plus side oh, for him. Stop. What do you think about the Giants picking up Devonta? I think that's a that's great, a great pick. Fantastic. By the way. You know, he's his talent is never lived up to the, the hype. I think he's sure. extremely talented. I mean, as a pass catcher, he's small. I mean, he fits through those holes, and he, he can still pound the rock, too. He, oh, yeah. It's I, not so he the elusiveness. Me, he reminds you like, a little bit like, well, he's, this guy's probably bigger, but Steven Jackson. Yo, Steven Jackson was... I mean, so his his head was bigger than Devontae yeah. Freeman. So if you're a Devontae Adams card holder, do you hold waiting for him to produce? You mean Freeman? With, or Demonte Freeman, Freeman, right. Do you hold waiting for him to produce? Or, I mean, how do you how do you relate? I, I think you have to. You, there's no way because that Because he's in product everywhere, right? Like, in that, how do people absorb, deal with what they get from him? I, I think for him, it's he's past that you know that early stage of his career now it's a second third year now now it's a prove it he's in prove it mode you know no more chances it's like it's like eddie lacy coming to seattle it's It's like we're gonna give you now we're gonna give you one more shot and i don't think i mean jacksonville looked at him there was several teams that he passed or they passed on him before uh, even marshall to resign him out of retirement now didn't eddie low didn't he open up a burger restaurant oh i wouldn't doubt it he he looked like a fat burger type of guy i have no idea I thought you went and ate there. I thought you <laughs> said it was good. Where? Eddie Lacy's burger joint. No. No, come on. Eddie Lacy's burger All right. joint. All right. Back back to some more picks for this week. Uh DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, he, the D-Hop guy's Hop is the man. He I think he broke the record for most receptions to, you know, on a new team. Who's sure. throwing to him? Kyler Murray, who's Kyler is. And see, and that's what drives me crazy. I have a fantastic out of 25 Two Kyler Murray gold and I can't sell it. Not even I, I can't give it away, and you know, I think that guy's got vol, like his value is really good right Con, now. It's consignment. Yeah, no, that Kyler Murray is hot. Um, no, so Kyler, yeah, Kyler's doing well. DeAndre going up against Detroit. They're at home. Not really, you know that with no fans, it really doesn't make a difference home or away. I think, uh, but DeAndre Hopkins, he's. He's one of my favorites. Receiver, I, I'm a receiver. D hops a stud. I, mean, I, I think, think he's, anywhere he goes, you throw the ball in his oh, vicinity. I mean, he's there. He's going to catch it one handed, sure. one finger, no matter what. Uh, so I see him putting up some more big yards. Uh, and, you know, he was more one of my higher expensive guys uh, for this week. I went with Robert Woods for another receiver. Nice vet uh, receiver. Just got paid, you know, big contract. Um, I With that offense, they're 2 0. I think a lot of people are shocked with the way the Rams are playing right now. Uh, they do have some question marks at the running back situation. No Cam Akers now. Uh, you know, a hot rookie with a lot of promise. I think that's unfortunate for him to be out. Um, but I do see Robert Woods. They're going to definitely sure. be in that passing game. Him and Cooper Cup catching the ball. Cooper Cup, Eastern Washington University yeah, no. grad, right? And Local guy. Another another homer for me, just because we lost our tight end, and I needed a cheap tight end, so I would go Drew Sample. I don't know if anybody who actually watched Thursday night once Uzama went out, it was Sample was one hand grabs, he was marching down the field, snagging everything, and he he looks like, you know, maybe hopefully a he- healthier version of Tyler Eifert back in the day. 
then my flex position, I'm going with Stefan Diggs. Josh Allen, leading passer after two weeks. I know it's just two weeks, but, I mean, that would not be my number one guess for who's throwing the most yards after two weeks is Josh Allen. You know and, he's, and he's running. Yeah. Yeah, no, he – He's know, pretty fearless. He looks good. And would you wear his jersey? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. You know what I'm impressed with, though? I'm in the card business. This guy triples my knowledge on current football statistics and player knowledge than – you know, see, I'm impressed. I, I have to admit, I am I freaking impressed. I and and this is all without cable. You know, I've been having to. Oh, because you just moved. I just so moved. You know, I got this. Have. I got the sugar mama who bought me a house. You know, so oh. everything's everything's set up. But sugar uh, mama. So she bought the house, and now I got to do all the the cleaning <laughs> and the setting up. I just lost my cleaning lady. Oh, I'll come down there. Oh. I got my mini skirt ready for you. <laughs> oh, I'll take whatever you can get. There we go. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Stefan Diggs definitely going to put up some big points against the Rams. I think that's going to be a, a shootout right there. Sure. Uh, you know, Goff looking good, Allen looking good, and then the Colts. They're playing the Jets. I mean, the Jets. The uh, Jets look. They're just not competitive. That's the issue. What's your what's neck, the, that's your what's, neck of the what's woods. What's the nine? Though. What's the line even? I, I see. I don't. I don't know what the it's, line. You know, it's a it's plus six. Jets. Philip Rivers. But it, it's not as bad as Jets, I heard Rivers, a bet that was right? made. Seven minutes left in that uh, Cowboys Falcons game. A guy bets thirty five thousand dollars for the chance to win one thousand fifty dollars with seven minutes left. He said, "Oh, yep, I got, I got Falcons in this one." Sure, so, luck. Is it safe to say there is more people with money than brains? In oh, America yeah. Today, I mean, could you imagine? Drop. You look confused. Are you in that category? I'm looking at the box prices, and I'm saying they must be. He he just lost thirty five grand. Imagine. I mean, to win thirteen hundred. To win a thousand dollars. Thousand bucks. That's it. He risked thirty five grand. I think his math was off. If his, you think? Yeah. Maybe he thought thirty five hundred. He was using using a uh, scientific. uh, What do you call it? uh, Scientific uh, calculator. Calculator versus regular. He he was probably you know using the Canadian dollars and he used the 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 pie sign too much i think <laughs> but yeah I, I i mean some of these bets are outrageous but yeah with that i stayed 500 dollars under the salary cap so i didn't i utilized all my money that i could um, but i just think it'd be a fun way to interact with our followers you know sure. join in sure you'll be able to see our scores we could see you it tracks it by the games uh starts thursday night so you got to join uh join the greet the group the league um, it's Cards Corner. Click that link. Subscribe, share. You know, blast this podcast for us. Uh, we need all that love. Uh, we want to keep producing all this greatness. So, that's what come. is the? They beat us. What they, happens? They, whoever's that top scorer, pack on the house whatever pack they want from our shop. Turf and dirt. They the will provide the pack. So and rip it for you. On and we will. Rip, we will rip. We it on will the rip next it on podcast. the next podcast. The right Absolutely. Yeah, we'll rip it, and you know, you get to. Show everybody, look at you know, I beat these bums, and now now they have to give me a pack on the house. Yeah. You know, it might be some mosaic, some Don Russ. So you're a baseball you guy. Being the champion, uh, Jimmy here might fly you into uh, turf and dirt sports cars from wherever you are. The, to. We might put you on as a guest. You know, yeah, know, there, right? there we go. We'll zoom you in. That's via, right. Via, we will put a little laptop right here via satellite. You on the, via, yeah. satellite. Via, via satellite. Via FaceTime. So right now, Devin is the fan duel expert of Cards Corner. When we do our so fan duel, when we do our fan duel episodes, we're going to talk the, about our segments. Member. He is the only member, so he's winning. 
Tony's going to try to kind of match that, but Devin is going to be the expert. We're going to have a Devin check-in each week fan yeah, duel. Yeah, let's go. But we're going to keep going. Like We're going to hammer it out, Tony and I, Devin. We're going to make our picks. You beat us. Turf and Dirt provides you. the pack. You get to pick it. We rip it on Cards Corner Podcast, right? Hell the following yeah. one, right? Sure. Well, yeah, we, we got to get that following. We got to find that way to connect with our audience. And uh, I think this is a great interaction. And it doesn't have to be football once, you know, basketball season restarts again. And all know, it requires is your time. Nothing else. It, it ain't even. It's It took me, I mean, you know, 10 minutes. As long yeah. as you know what you're doing. Don't, I, did, I did it while I was driving. I mean, don't like, don't go pick and while sprinkle. While you're driving, right? You know, that's that easy. Yeah, it's that easy. And, e- don't you and watch, I'm Cuban. Don't you watch the Instagram? While drinking a Moscow while, Mule. Yeah. Really? Is that a disability today? Or? What is it? <laughs> Moscow Mule? Yeah. Oh, it makes me feel real. Does it? Oh, All, right. Happy. All right. So As real as that hat. So we're going to transition to the next, the next topic, and it's kind of related to mass fines, right? One of the things I noticed is you watched all three, or actually all four sports starting up at the same time. Never happened before, right? Fan interaction. We are missing fans everywhere. One of the things that struck me is why I wanted to talk about this was I'm not a Green Bay fan, right? But I'm a football purist, okay? Safe to say. I'm watching the Green Bay game. Score a touchdown. No fans in Lambeau. Player Lambeau leap. No fans there. I'm going to tell you right now, bothered the crap out of me. Yeah, no, that tradition Right, I mean, like the lore it. of it. Um, oh, because of its tradition. Yeah. Why it bothered me? Yeah. Because of the tradition of it, the interaction, right? That fan that grabs that player will tell that story, never forget that the rest of their lives, right? Now, if he did it in front of one of those cardboard cutouts. And He's taking fans, the cardboard cutout home, I hope. I, I would think so. Yeah, I mean, you but know, just imagine the if the fan has a story to tell. If you're like sure. AJ Dillon, a, you know, a rookie, you get your first career touchdown. Oh, no, I can't, I can't jump in. You I can't, can't do the Lam- I can't Lambo leap, you know, my first touchdown. I've been waiting to do this as a kid, like But isn't it safe to there. say that Bart Starr from his generation on up, Lambo leap interacted with the fans, did oh, the thing. Yeah. That is the part of being a Green Bay Packer. It goes back that far? I would think so. Could you look at me? It's that girl. Because you know the what? When I, I was at the game. When Father I saw time. when I saw the Vince Lombardi documentary, you were in the, the, the <laughs> you were holding the pennant, waving it. With my Go shirt Packers! Tie, my shirt tie. <laughs> right. You had the you had the schmedium on. That's right. <laughs> Season ticket holder number one. So I never thought it would bother me as much as it did, but it thought about you know it struck me about this kind of segment for the podcast is let's. Took, take a look at the the sports. What is affected by fans? What isn't? You look at baseball. I'm a baseball guy. I'm a baseball purist. Baseball, and I know we were talking with Tony about this earlier. Hockey is probably the most, the sports that are most geared to deal with not having fans, right? Yeah. They're right. used to it. Nobody right. goes. Because sure. of the glass. Just because of the glass. Fish well, board. and, you know. Players come up to the plate. Fans aren't interfering with the ability to throw a strike, hit a mm-hmm. home run, those kind of things. Basketball, a foul shot, the guys, you know, everybody's... Right, yeah, they're waving might, the thing. That might affect them a little bit. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Them. So I Thunder thought a great stick. segment to talk about That's how much does it really affect it, 
right? Like baseball, we're looking at not a big deal. Football is numero uno. I mean, it's, it's the main. I just don't like cause. the piped in audio. And what was the thing like a decibel level yeah, you of can't, seventy for is, football? You can't go, you know, controlled. because I mean that's crazy. But places like Kansas City, you know, Seattle, some of the top. Decibels. Yeah. I mean, you, those are places that they need that to get those offside calls and, you know, sure. those free plays. So, how much is, is it off, though? Like, Dallas allowed 20,000 fans into their stadium. Yeah. They I mean, Seattle couldn't have a zero. Cleveland had uh, end zones only were allowed to be occupied, and that wasn't bad. I mean, it makes it look like there's fans. But is that like in a there. team ownership type of thing? So, well, yeah, I mean, each, is, that, uh, is that an issue? So, like, are you allowing a better. Like home field advantage, allowing fans in certain stadiums and not in others. Like, should yeah, it be it, uniform amongst I, everybody? I think it should have. I think there should have been a clearer direction of how they wanted to go this year. I know uh, Al Davis's kid, I can't remember his name, but I know he said with this new stadium, he didn't want to, you know, it was either all or nothing. He said he didn't want to just be able to trickle in a couple fans into this new stadium. He said he wanted everybody. And so he actually said that he will not attend a game this year at the new stadium because he didn't feel like it was right to experience it without the fans there. But yet you can have Tom Brady show up at a Buccaneer game. No, no ask, you mean Brett Favre. I mean Brett Favre. Who did I say? Tom Brady. Because Tom Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> he was wearing Tom, Tom Brady. The, the, he, was, yeah, he was wearing the, the Tampa Bay uh, yeah. t-shirt. You know? did you see and he the, had no mask on. Did you see and was, he was eating. Did you see chomping. the issue with like the, I believe it was the Nationals general manager he was in the stadium, only Rizzo. person, not wearing a mask. Umpires saw him, stopped the game. Kicked him out? Make him not leave. He refused to. He crossed his arms, said, I'm not moving. So they stopped the game. Umpire, crew chief, gets on the phone to MLB to call to rat him out because oh. he was in the concourse rat bastard. and would not wear a mask, put on a mask. They stopped the game for like a half an hour. And went nuts. I mean, well, Strasburg has been kicked out in the stands. I mean, yeah. come on, like and today we had, uh, or last yesterday I think it was that Boston Red Sox fan got into the stadium during the game and was started. And then it started with the whole, and you could hear it because you could hear you could hear a pin drop, right? Oh, sure, yeah. he's yelling out all kinds of freedom, freedom, oh god, and bringing in, uh, you know, stuff that's not needed, stuff so, that's political stuff that's yeah. happening. In our, so in our as world right now. As fans, right, as traditionalists, I think we all have our own level of what we believe. How much is ridiculous at this point? I mean, to me, we've way passed the line of... Ridiculousness? Ridiculous, yeah. I mean, yeah that's come a on. show. I think so, too. I yeah, mean, I, I, think, I, I 100%. Think I mean... I mean, does a GM, when they're in their home stadium, do they have free right? I mean, I would. I assume so, until I saw that incident. Like, yeah. So the umpires control everything, like. But Jerry Jones is in the box. I mean, he, he has like his whole family, his whole and entourage. The, the thing yeah. I noticed, like after the game with the Cowboys, he took his mask off. They were hugging, mm-hmm. kissing, doing the whole thing. Like, and that's not an issue. Like, well, yesterday Gruden, at, at, you know, when he went to, when he went to put his mask up, he just went like this, and it just went above his upper lip right here. Like it didn't, it didn't. It went up a millimeter. So I'm like, I'm somebody who believes in being equal, right? Like, if you start setting different standards in different stadiums. Teams are going to have an advantage over others. What's good and for the goose is good for the gander. Correct. Like, we've got to figure it out because I think we're going to see slanted football. You know, the the for instance, the Cowboys are going to get a little bigger jolt of 20,000 yeah. fans in the stands than the Green Bay Packers who have zero for well, because the Menace. What about come playoff time and Super Bowl time? But well, the city's not allowing 
like the city's dictating what happens with COVID, right? Yeah. So in the baseball side, I know, you know, they haven't had fans all year, but now they've came out today and said sure. divisional round and World Series, there will be fans. And they're playing in somewhat of a bubble. They're doing the whole Texas and Southern Cal You know, Cal sleeping bubble. in the hotel. They're not going uh, home yeah. kind of thing, right? So they're, they're going to be in a little bubble, but to allow fans. So you got a team like San Diego and the Dodgers who, if they're playing in these bubbles in Southern California and these teams are in the playoffs and then they're allowed to have fans in these areas, that's home field advantage. Even though they're playing in a bubble – you know that majority of the fans are going to be for those teams. Sure. You know, Houston, it doesn't matter. They're not going to make it anywhere. Because they're not going to segregate them. And they're not going to say, okay, you this, are you a fan of the Dodgers? Are you a fan yeah. Of the so, I, I mean, I think, I think that's really unfair. I mean, to go to play the whole season without fans and then in some of the most critical moments, yeah, it's, it doesn't affect it, but it might give the guys a little extra juice, you know, so to perform. So let me ask you, though, like each sport has had a different cross-section with what has happened as far as what they allow, right? Yeah. Baseball's been different. Basketball's been different. Football's been different. Hockey. Up to hockey's been different. Up to this point, who has the winning formula? Who do you support the most and how they've handled the COVID interaction bubble, whatever it might be. I'm going to say NBA. Yeah. You think I think just it's taking NBA, the players, segregating them, you keeping know, them separate staff. You know, it, it's difficult. I'm sure for those guys, you know, millionaires eating out of the cafeteria is probably not a happy thing. Oh, yeah, and they're complaining about the beds they sleep right, in. Yeah, I know, posturepedics, rough. Right, right. Know, I'm seven foot tall. I'm 6'9". Right. My bed's 5'3". Like, I got <laughs> to get, I gotta get two, like, you know, twin beds. To How did I get Spud Webb's, to... you know, mattress, you know? <laughs> you know, Bugsy Moog's, you know? Actually liked it. What's that? You I like actually liked yeah, it. Oh heck yeah, Muggsy and Grandma Ma Larry Johnson. Spud Webb made it great for everybody when he won the dunk contest. Yeah, man, yeah, I went out and tried to dunk that day. And look at you now. <laughs> You're still trying to dunk. I'm still trying to dunk. <laughs> I haven't even hit the net yet. So I don't know. I mean, I look at it. I see a big discrepancy with the different leagues, the different sports. It's an issue. I mean, and you look at minor league, right? We're baseball guys. Yeah. They canceled minor league season at a drop of a hat. What do those guys do? I mean, we have yeah, Mariner draw, guys. Sometimes are, some of these some of these minor league teams are only drawing, you know, two hundred people anyway. Yeah, they're working at McDonald's. Are now. you talking about the Everett Aquasocks or don't talk about my yeah. Aquasocks. <laughs> so I know I do, one like, of the, I do like a team in, in one NCAA of the issues Washington. is we have minor league guys. They have product coming out, right? Yeah. We got Bowman Chrome that has Nothing but minor league guys. Yeah, and you can't adver- I mean, they can't get their right. How do we adver- how do we advertise? How do we evaluate? Yeah, if they're not having game time, if they're not, and we can't actually like follow the satellite. Line. I mean, you got to think about it, right? Acuna, Acuna's little brother yep. is Texas Ranger prospect, huge in Bowman Chrome, but it's only huge because is it a. Because of the Acuna yeah, name? Yeah, I think or, I think for sure on that. I mean, it's just like all the generational kids who are now playing the Bouchettes and the Biggios. Sure, sure. You know, they're, they're holding that that name from their daddies and their sure. relatives. So I feel like that's... The, not the Bryson Stotts of the world. That's you know, that's their way to connect. Not the Alec Baum. Not the Alec Baum, baby. The Scott the Scott Kingry, right? That's right. Oh, and, yeah, and what's man. our new catcher? You see our catcher? One of our catchers? JT Real Muto? No. Oh, the rookie, the baby Philly, Mer. Like so, I've Mer- I've Shaw, heard I've heard you talk about this guy, right? I'm trying to find his. Hasn't card. had a home run. 
I'm comes up to the majors, hits one. Mm-hmm. You still don't know his name. Is he's, that a fan or is that just a? He's five nine. He's five. Oh. Yeah. Is that he's, how tall you are? He's a buck eighty. Right. Five nine and a quarter. Oh, there we go. So does that leave hope for you? No hope. No hope. All right. So. So what do we got releasing this week? What's hit? What's so hitting? this is actually a big release week, believe it or not. Friday releases Chronicles Baseball. With Always Mosaic. Mosaic in it. is a featured title. I believe Mosaic or Chronicles this year has 25 titles again that is being featured in the Chronicles release. Chronicles has been huge, right? Yep. The appeal to it is products that typically aren't produced for baseball, they make for Chronicles only. This year, you're going to see Score, right? Score is typically a football product, Prestige. Typically a basketball, football Football. product. You're going to see Magnitude is a brand new card type. A brand new company? Well, no. Panini owns, controls everything, right? But Magnitude will be a card type, possibly be a card they make in the future. Mosaic is the big checklist. It is a hundred cards. We did the research before the show. But not licensed. It isn't licensed, but... The mosaic trend, right? Mosaic basketball was incredibly hot. Yeah. It carried over to football. Panini owns the license for the NFL NBA, so So that's got a little more intrigue in, you know. So I asked the question though, like, do you expect just plain mosaic fans who maybe not are a football fan, basketball fan, they just love mosaic, are they gonna do you think they're going to chase Chronicles? I mean, how do you feel about... I, I mean, Because you're a football I, I, and baseball guy. Like, yeah, how do you chase... I, what do you view Chronicles? How do you look at it? I definitely would buy it. See, I'm not much of a Chronicles guy. Sure. So I've never really been into the Chronicles for football, basketball. Uh, but baseball, because of it having Mosaic, I'm more intrigued. Even though it's not licensed, I still like the style of the card. But is it Mosaic that got you there? Like... Oh, yeah. Does it make it more intriguing because Mosaic is a car type in it? Yeah. I mean, for sure. So does the licensing affect the value of the card? I think to some buyers, you know, out there, it definitely, you know, it doesn't have the logo. Right. So it's it's hard to. So the end end of the day, the only value that is assigned is what people are willing to pay for the card, right? Like anything, right. So some are very big on got to be the logo. Got to have the license, right? Some don't care. I mean, optic, optic. I think that optic was one of my huge. favorite releases for baseball huge. this year. I, I loved everything that came out of optic. Now I'm going to tell you right now, Panini ever secures the major league logo, like the major league license. It's Baseball's over. taken off. Boom. I mean, baseball will reach football, basketball. It, yeah. But what does it take for that, for something like that to happen? I mean, if you think tops pre- is holding on to that. Like, have you ever seen, like, that last piece of cake leave, like, the, the kid's table? And that one big kid that wanted the piece, and he's grabbing the mom's leg and won't let go. And <laughs> right. he's being drugged along the floor, screaming, give me the cake. That's that is convenient. tops holding on to their baseball license. Because I'm going to tell you right now. Because they're paying. Being, Aren't they paying? They are, yeah. I mean, you got to, you know, you got to pay the MLB PA to... You know, get the logo. You got to pay the Major League Baseball to get the, you know, MLB it's, license. It's like these shirts, like the 500 level. They only have player rights. Right. They, they can, they can, they don't have the team the, rights. They can airbrush the teams out. 
but they can have the players because you know they get it's the still their image. And, so I think once Panini secures, they're going to dominate the market. Like Tops yeah. will I go mean, bankrupt. Pr- Prism Baseball would, I think that I would mean, be out of sight. so amazing. So I would imagine if I was Tops, you have your board meetings, right? And the one thing you're telling the intern who's shaking in the corner is, if we lose the license, I'm seriously going to murder you. You're and, gone. Right. Yeah. He gone. Your family, everything is going to disappear. Because the only thing holding, I mean, Tops did something different than Panini, right? Tops lost the license, the NFL. They quit making the product. It wasn't an unlicensed thing. They were just like, we're done. Panini refuses to do that. But Panini becomes more popular than Tops because they're more innovative in their card types. Yeah. And they, just the marketing of the card. The, the designs the cards, of the, the cards. Are so- they put more effort and energy into the look of the card. People like that, right? Yeah. We have people that buy Panini product all the time that maybe aren't a big fan of the fact they're unlicensed, but love the card look. Tops is very big with, we're tops, we're going to do our thing. You're going to buy it because we're tops. Yeah. You know, we don't have to put a lot of effort and energy into how things look. You're buying the brand. Tops Series 2, I mean, the people buying that. And I didn't feel like that was any value whatsoever besides for a, you know, Lewis Robert you know, variation card that was, but I'm going to tell you right now, from my experience, Panini Chronicles is the highest selling baseball product across the board. Really? Huge, huge. I mean, and if that's the case and then you throw mosaic in the mix, I'm curious to see what the prices are going to be. So even compared to last year, because mosaic wasn't a part of it last year, it was huge. Like when we, cause we were approaching our one year anniversary at turf and dirt. That was the, We appreciate that. So that was the staple product we had on the show. Felicidades. C. And we probably went through. Let me let me check with the producer. Three cases, four cases within the first month. Wow. And that was with that a was, non-mosaic. And that was pre-Instagram for your shop too. And that was pre-Instagram, yes. So that, that's a that's that a was, lot. That was come purely out of shop. through the door. That's 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 huge. Nowadays, you know, that shop is not as via popping. See, so Chronicles with mosaics going to be huge. Okay, so looking at the checklist, you have Robert. You have Bichette, you have... Jordan. Jordan. Lux. Lux. Jr.? Vladis, no, that was last year. Guerrero Jr. is in it, but... He's not. He's not the hot... Kyle Lewis. Kyle Lewis. Alec Bohm. How about some Cronenworth? That's going to be the NL Rookie of the Year. Now, but the thing that concerns me, though, is when we were were looking at the checklist, right? Usually with the card type, there is a 20 or 30 player checklist, right? Yeah. Mosaic has a... Hundred player checklist. See, wow. they're just monopolizing, capitalize. So, does that hurt the value? No, I think that that increases the value increases. because you're going to have that many with that big of a set. You're going to have that many more people trying to you know chase, Rent more, chase, buy more, chase. And buy, sure. buy, buy. So, I mean, a hundred cards. If it's thirty, you you might be able to pull that pretty fast. We're just thirty sure. cards, but you're talking about a hundred. Because, I mean, for instance, like status, right? Status is typically a basketball yeah. product, but they do that for Chronicles baseball, and usually it's around a thirty card set. So, yeah. people try to chase the status set because it's kind of a neat thing to do, yeah. right? But usually, a box or two, you're getting there. You're three quarters of the way there. You buy the rest on eBay. You're good to go, Boom. right? So. 
but Mosaic this year is a hundred card set. And for me, trying to study checklists and understanding product being released, that's a lot. That's deep. That is pretty deep. And then you got every variation that's associated with it. So you have Mosaic Base, Mosaic Mosaic, Mosaic yeah. Red, Mosaic Autographs. You gotta get, yeah, all, all of those colors. It's crazy. It almost makes you want to take a nap. How do you and we feel? haven't even talked about soccer or basketball. Is and it, soccer is so- releasing. And I'm, soccer I'm is releasing tomorrow. Right. Wait, We've got select. select soccer select. releasing tomorrow. And that's and that's Star Wars. Star, you already read Star, Star Wars. Are you releasing Star Wars? Are you ordered? See. <laughs> no, but so soccer is, is so basically Star Wars is something that we've pre-ordered, right? But I think what he's talking about is my Masterworks rip yesterday. Yes. We've ordered some of that to offer up to the customer base. Nice cards. You really want my Boba Fett though? Right? I, I, I okay. Want my Boba Fett. So I but you. Star Wars Masterworks and other Star Wars products are set to release the next month or two. November, December is a big Star Wars release for sports, for cards, not sports cards, but Star Wars has become a more popular brand. Like, people, I rip it, people ask, do you have it? Yeah, I mean, it. even though that chrome look to some of those are, you know, that, it's well, appealing for sure. Too. They're chasing autos. So what, yeah. I was, what I was told yesterday with Masterworks, because I ripped it on the channel, was what is big is the animation autographs, right? animation stuff but okay. when you get a full-on like real actor auto that's where your value is oh yeah not r2d2s right so yeah. like that's i pulled a, a wedge antilles auto and apparently that is the money because yeah. he was a real actor yep. i've never so. even seen star wars is Are that blasphemy so do we do we give him like show just keep homework clean. is that is that and make like him watch Star it? Trek and all Harry those TVs Potter. all those TVs at Costco that are on you can't plug in like do you guys you guys don't my my eyes stuff? start to like twitch uh, no so what I mean other than football what entertains you baseball oh fuck I'm just curious as to why is it because we're a region without basketball. I mean, we got the Trailblazers. Basketball's rough. Team. Basketball's. I mean, as soon as, as, soon the, as the Sonics left, that was it. People freaking rebelled. Yeah, I mean, they still sell awful. the hats. They still sell the jerseys. Correct. They still sell. Oh the yeah, everybody. I mean, they're living you know, the dream. Back. Like they're still. I mean, they're still putting Durant reminiscing. jerseys. You know, they're still putting Durant's on the on oh, the Sonics yeah. jerseys. I mean, come on, is it, what three teams now? He's changed. <laughs> yeah, but they do that in China, though, right? I have no idea. Like if you order the China jersey. Hey man, I got half. I got. I got a huge collection of jerseys in general. I do own one jersey, at least one jersey for thirty out of the thirty-two NFL teams. I mean, then the, do you have, one, a, do you have, you have a basketball jersey? I no. Who's your Seahawk jersey? Julian Peterson. Oh my goodness! See, oh. growing up in California, he was a hot forty-nine er oh. and then he came to Seattle. So and that I was can't the, fi- I can't find a Jim's door to save my life. That was the only reason why I bought a, a Seattle. So I'll freshen up and you I'll know get how that Jamal excited Adams. I would be to see a number ten. Like I walk into like oh, a a local day. jersey shop and oh. they have a isn't Zorn, he from up here too? Doesn't Zorn he number like, ten? little north of us. Have you seen the milk commercial that he and Largent did back just, in the day? I just watched the show. I just watched oh, it. Oh, my goodness. It is. It was like, I mean, what did they paint that on? Right. And, <laughs> and they sung. It's actually glue. They actually sung oh, it was the terrible. jingle. Yeah. It was awesome. I mean, it was, it was terrible. Awesome did, you, terrible. did you see like Zorn's like underhand throwing? Yep. Oh, yep, my yep. goodness. 
We're going to go throw underhand here in hey, a minute outside. I, I, I pulled a Steve Largen out of Mosaic. That he was did. a pretty hot one. I like that. Celebrate. Woo. Yeah, hey, that's a, that's a good one. Last night I was searching for, I couldn't find it. I was searching for a Kenny Stabler. Oh. Old school. Who's that? The Snake. Rest in peace. I was going to say, didn't he pass away? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. So we covered the gamut today. I think we have a lot of things. I mean, we got a lot to process, a lot to talk about. There's still so much that we can the, talk about. I mean, you could go another hour, right? Oh, like, with, for sure. And I don't want to drink. Let's keep going. We haven't talked about, I mean, we've done it a little bit, but the interaction of cards and sports is a real thing today. It, it, it is. I mean, anybody who's out there and who doesn't believe it, you know, get yourself an eBay account. Absolutely. And, and just, just watch. You don't need, just click on the little watch button and just find those players who are, you know, who you think might take off and sure. see. You know, it'll alert you every time. Uh, but I think that's just if you're somebody who's wanting to get in to the collecting, just get an eBay account. Don't I don't have to buy anything. Don't jump in. Just go see. Go look. Search the cards that you're looking for, the players, you know, the brands, uh, and then just click the watch and see the prices take off. You know, and or, there's a direct not even just watch, watch your watch your, your local sports channel. Right, and there's a direct and, and see what's trending with, and see right. who's oh, hurt, yeah. who's not, and. Because there's a direct correlation with who does well on the NFL game and who sells on especially their with the accounts, NFL because right? it's it's such a short season sure. that I feel like you know a big week is unlike baseball you know in a normal year 162 games if a guy hits four home runs it might not you know be if he did it for a week it might take off. But let me ask you this: if a veteran player has a phenomenal year, the best year he's ever had in his sure. career, how does does that affect his rookie card? It can, yeah. It, it depends. I, I, I think depending on the player and what he's done. I think more so. What does that mean? You're looking at the longevity. The like, player. I mean, if if he set if JT Real Muto set records for him personally on the doubles that he's hit in a season, sure. no. Like, but if like he, Molina with the Cardinals, like Frank, for 17, 20 years, is it worth anything? Frank Gore, it now, can be. It can be. Frank yeah. Gore is creeping up the all-time sure. rushing record. Sure, you know, chasing Emmett Smith, but. That's one where it's like that guy wasn't even supposed to have, you know, a five second career, let alone be the longest, you know, tenured running back. Uh, So I think somebody like him, if he does break the barrier, you know, he creeps even closer. I think you could see some spikes. You know, you'll start to see. I think a lot of even going into the Hall of Fame, you see some spikes in your, you know, those rookie cards. And there's I always believe it's about the here and now. Yeah, but I and, mean, but see, that's true. The though, here because, and now could be the Hall of Fame because there's some different discrepancies with players that are doing well, like Frank Gore. Yeah, you look at his tops rookie card, right? You could probably buy it for three bucks. Oh yeah, that's... two bucks, and it should be for somebody who's creeping up. I know he's done it over a long period of time, but to to have that as but a to, running but back, to be the running back with yards, touchdowns, whatever it yeah. is, having the twenty year career. His rookie card should easily be a $10, $15, $20 card. I think easily. So I think the market that is affected the most is the rookie market with what's happening now. Your CD Lambs, your Joe Burrows, your Tua's, your Justin Herberts. They're yeah, CD have- Lamb had a big game. I have a, a case hit Majestic uh, out of um, Certified that soon as that big game he had and sure. then i'm getting offers for the card and i'm it has a volatile swing more than your and I'm, average i'm better. holding it i still don't you know guy offered me a, a decent price but sure. i'm i still don't want to part with it because was I it feel, like a two-week window 
I feel sometimes. No, I, yeah, I just I feel like the vo- the value can still creep. You know, that one big game, I think that person's seventy five bucks might turn to a hundred dollars, and I think it's you'll still see it go up. I mean, but so what I what I've learned in this business is this: that if you're not a Patrick Mahomes, if you're not a Lamar Jackson, you have your rookie season to set your mark for cards. Yeah. After that, for sure. If you don't, you'll be sucked and lost in the what do we call that? The card purgatory of the black hole. Right, of no value, right? Like Frank Gore should be worth money, but he's not. Like but a base Patrick Mahomes out of Don Russ could go for ten bucks. So what yeah. about like like a Roethlisberger? Didn't he? He won a Super Bowl his second year. Oh, Roethlisberger, you, know, you could get a Roethlisberger rookie for pennies on the dollar. For sure. Yet he has a similar career so far. Eli Manning. Correct. To to Pat Mahomes. But see the the card collecting community is the here and now. What that's is what hot I'm today? That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Buddy. That's what I'm saying. So if you're up on what is hot today. Mm-hmm. You can function in the card market today. Yeah, it's it's got to be current. I mean, absolutely. Wait till they're deceased. But the problem is, C.D. Lamb, if he ends the season leading the NFL in receiving yards, or even just being the top rookie coming in receiving. into next year, if he doesn't reach the status of Pat Mahomes, he will be lost in purgatory forever. Yeah, for all the players. Not, not, not Correct. You yeah. have to. You not have a particular to, position. Just, you have to sell yourself apart like sure. Pat Mahomes. Sure. Like if you're unable to do that. Mm-hmm. You're in purgatory forever. You got to push that pedal down sense. from right gotta, out the gate. You got to hit go immediately. So Steve Largent, my favorite. But guess what? So much for my Hillis. Yeah, no, Peyton. Jo- Hillis. You know Jonathan Taylor. I mean, those guys, Clyde edwards hilaire Like they, those guys have a chance to creep up in the you know the overall yardage. And I think you could see there is continue to at least you know steadily go up. Right. It, it'll hit a plateau, but it, I think that's. Certain guys that to look out for. And then once their season is over, if they don't set themselves apart, that's it. Yeah. They're done. Enjoy your career. Collectability is gone. But see, that's where you then, you, you're you holding that card. If you held it till the end of the season, that's a PC card. Sure. Because you probably more than likely had plenty of times to sell that card right. at different prices, but you held on to it. And so in the back of your mind, you knew this is somebody I like. This is, it has more value to me sure. than it has to someone else. Not necessarily and, meaning that tomorrow you're old news. Yeah, no, it's like, I mean, you, I mean, technically Lamb, you are, but he, he might not, you know, have a big boom first year, but maybe he does have a good career. And sure. that's something like, Hey, you got a memory. You got How many guys are sitting on Sam card. Darnold's rookie cards? Uh, probably a few. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Drew Locke's value f- this year before this season was way higher than you know, I thought that guy's value was. was. about that, though? Like, I listed a number to 10 black of Drew Locke, and the minute I did that, he went down with a shoulder injury. Oh, so you don't thought, do that. That's it. You got Blake Bortles coming in now. Oh, Well, you know, our boy God. D-Mag's here. He, uh, he read the... Um, you know, NFL player of the day, and it was Baker <laughs> oh, that Mayfield. Was dog shit. And that was <laughs> he even said it himself. That was bad juju. Yeah, and you said it out loud, and yeah. I was like, "You're done." Yeah, that was that was bad. For, and that's all I thought about during the game. Yeah, no, for for that player question, to land too. on player. Oh, you did? oh absolutely. Yeah, no, I was thinking about that, that the whole time. Yeah. That's why I didn't want to buy. I didn't. I didn't want to pull a Baker Mayfield right. on that day. There's, you know, I'm. When I'm moving right now, and so all these little things, bangles, you know, I got some kids' bed sheets, and my wife's like, "Oh, you got to throw this down. I got to keep that. I got to keep that." You know, sure. it's you, it's, you you're got a hoarder. That, you know, you're no, <laughs> you're it's superstitious. 
Right. I if believe I, that. I believe she's going to be I, on the show A and E. I cannot get rid of you know anything old that it, from my sure. teams. Like I, I, I'll put it in a shed. It'll collect dust. You know. Absolutely. So. I'm just excited for the new stuff coming out and ready to start. You yeah, know, I want to. I want to see some soccer. Some like, I'm not a soccer and, fan, but I'm not every either, day. But every day, I'm I down to pull some soccer. Closer to a to pull on the trigger. To pull on the trigger. To pull on the trigger. Not just on hockey, and I love my hockey till the day I die. So, we have a shout out to do, right? We have share a mutual tattoo artist in Ferndale, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Who was that made to create? Made to create. We got Tommy. Tommy on Ferndale. Did my major league logo last year? Did my minor league logo tattoo? You're looking for a logo tattoo? The guy is on. It's point. clean. He is crisp. Absolutely. Go check him out. We got it done, guys. Oh man, Episodes. this is this is amazing. This Episode, is beyond what I would have. And I think expected. it's just going to get smoother and funner and Episode easier. Episode number and, one is yeah. done. How does that feel? I well, don't want, don't want it to that's end because the that's because the spectators didn't see. Uh, the uh, pre-game show. You know what the cra- oh, man. you know what the craziest crazy. part of this. Pre-game. You know what the craziest part of this was is we had no idea what the chemistry would be like between the three of us, and it flows awesome. It's, it's fantastic. I'm impressed with what we've done with so far. I just like it's the like fact having that no training camp or preseason. It's well, like it's uh, like it's like wearing a schmedium. Yeah. For me, it's just like like a husky I wouldn't ask medium. for better guys because you bring something new to the table, and every podcast. It's going to be different. Basis. It's going to well, be amazing. Well, it's not just that. For me personally, it's just I'm learning something new every sure. single yeah. day. And I like I the unexpected. Sports. I follow Absolutely. the sport outside and of here. You, you coined know? the phrase, right? What? Keeping it. Keeping it raw. Keeping it raw. Baby. We got to. Gotta, that is how we go. We got we to gotta do it raw. So do we do Cards Corner shirts? Just like I, keeping it raw? Just yeah. right on the front? Like got milk, right? I mean, keeping some, it raw? We got to do that. Remember the barber shop in the card shop, you know? And that Mine's the, open for sponsorship, so I'll just leave and it. And that there is the, He's a blank best, canvas. the best phrase ever. Yeah, we got we to gotta have barber that barber shop vibe. Like barbershop vibe. The, uh, rip it, sell it, wing it. That's a that? turf and dirt yeah, thing, no. but uh, we could talk about that oh, later. Oh, two separate entities. So it is. Yeah, we don't know it who is. turf and dirt is. Exactly. Even though turf and dirt is sponsoring the podcast, so... Anyway, guys, I want to thank you for listening, watching. I know it's three dudes, opinions, sports, cards, previewing stuff, talking about what's came out. But it is unscripted. It is raw. It is keeping it real. It is fantastic. Keeping it raw. Keeping it raw or keeping it real? Keeping it real I like keep. I like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, next just, level stuff. He just dropped. That's like dropping the mic. Cut. No, I'm just kidding. Keeping and it done. real raw. All right, guys. All right. We are out of here. Episode two next week. Stay tuned.